Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Win dixie Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zaslo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. 
That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedanos, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. All right, welcome. Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Monday, the 13th of March. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast. However you're listening to us, I love you a long time. Appreciate that. Make sure you like, you rate, you comment. You do all that good stuff. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your mother I say hello. And that way we get all the people on board. Zaslow Show 2.0 as we start another week, which was an action-packed weekend including your Miami Dolphins, the talk of the NFL. Again, second straight year, they make a massive trade in free agency. Tyreek Hill last year, seemingly out of nowhere. How about this? This is some, you know, this is very Miami Heat Pat Riley-esque where 
all of a sudden, the trade happens. You don't hear about it leading up to it. Just all of a sudden, the news breaks. Dolphins are in serious talks to acquire Jalen Ramsey. And then a few minutes later, the Dolphins have acquired Jalen Ramsey. Last year, Tyreek Hill. The Do- Tyreek Hill is going to be traded to one of two teams, the Dolphins or the Jets. And then like 90 minutes later, Tyreek Hill has been traded to the Jets. That's, that's how the Heat operate too, where you don't hear about these rumors out there. It just happens. That's, that's the sign of a good general manager, I believe, where you don't allow the leaks. No one's talking about it in the press. And Chris Greer has done a very good job at that over the last couple of years. There aren't any kind of rumors out there. You don't have the players talking. You don't have the team talking. Agents, they're not using the media to their advantage. Just all of a sudden, Dolphins are in serious talks with the Rams to acquire Jalen Ramsey. And then a few minutes later, boom, that's the deal. It's out there. It's a done deal. That's that's the sign of a good general manager to me. So the Dolphins, with, with, with a super, super exciting move over the weekend, I love it. You know we're going to talk a lot about that. So we're going to have fun on the show today. We'll recap a a terrible Saturday. My goodness. Saturday was the quadruple dick punch. That's what Saturday was. The quadruple dick punch. Was it quadruple or was it triple? Was it triple dick punch? Let's see. You had the Heat lose on Saturday night to Orlando. You had the Panthers lose on Saturday night to Winnipeg. You had... Inter Miami lose on Saturday night to New York City FC. That was it because the Canes lost the day before on Friday. So two weekends ago, we went 4-0 that day, including the Canes. 4-0 where they beat Pitt. This weekend, triple dick punch. Everybody knows what that is. That's when all of our teams lose. Terrible sports day here in South Florida on Saturday. So we'll talk about the Heat for sure. The Panthers are not back in action until Thursday. The Heat are actually back in action tonight. After playing one game on the road Saturday night in Orlando, Magic always give the Heat trouble. So stupid. And tonight they're back home against the Utah Jazz. We know the big news over the weekend was the Hurricanes. The Hurricanes lose on Friday. Last I saw, Norchad Omir not in a walking boot. That's a good sign. They lost him on Friday. So I went to the Heat game Friday night. I went to the Heat... Okay, let me let me back up for a second here. First of all, I got to let everybody know, you guys know the deal, title sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0. Everything you hear on the show today, everything you hear throughout the week, that includes It's Still Real to Me, my wrestling podcast with my pal Joey Levin. If you didn't catch up on this week's episode yet, you want to hit that up before Monday Night Raw tonight. Everything Zaslow Show 2.0 is brought to you by Anna Jarn and Levine Accident Attorneys. They are the premier accident attorneys, meaning if you've been in an accident, you need to be compensated. If you have an injury, they're going to help you. Anna Jarn and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. They're out there fighting for you. Nothing for Zaslow Show 2.0 happens without their support. From day number one, they helped get this whole thing started. Anna Jarn Levine, Accent and Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Now, I went to the Heat game Friday night. Zaslow, you you know, my man Mike in West Palm, formerly a Mike in LA. I put out some pictures, a video from the Heat game on Friday. Killer seats. My man Eric hooked me up with his seats. 
killer seats on Friday night. The Heat beat the Cavaliers after losing the Cavaliers two nights before that. So they went 3-3 three and three on a very difficult six-game homestand. So, my man Mike in LA posts, Hey, the, the ice looks really weird sitting that close. Okay. I said throughout the show on Friday, I wasn't trying to go. I was gonna try, Everybody knows trying to go means I'm looking for the hookup. I wasn't trying to go to the Panthers. I was going to go to the Panthers. And so after my show ended on Friday... I was going to go online, I was going to do Ticket Ninja things, and I was going to pick up four tickets for my family. We were going to go to the Panther game. And right before I did that, my man Eric sent me a message, hey, do you want my seats for the game tonight? Go, of course I want your seats. So that's, I, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to swerve anyone, but I was going to go to the Panther game. Ended up going to the Heat game. And I, I got to tell you, so I got to be perfectly honest with you. Maybe it'll be different when the playoffs roll around. And we're almost there. It's a month from now. But I think at least for the remainder of the season, for the time being, I think I'm breaking up with Miami Dade Arena. I think I'm breaking up with going to Heat games right now. I love going to the Heat games. Of course, once I'm there, I love it. But, and it's not even the drive down there. I live in Cooper City. So the drive is, to get to 395 where you, you got that godforsaken one-lane exit to get onto, uh, onto Biscayne there. To get there from where I live, about 40 minutes. No big deal. But once you got to get to that godforsaken one-lane exit, all the construction, which they're never going to finish, it's like 30 minutes from right there into the arena. The traffic is crazy. And I got to tell you, I guess I was spoiled because for the last 13 years, I've been arriving at Heat Games about two hours before the game. So I don't hit any of that traffic. I hit regular rush hour traffic, but I don't get the bullshit around the arena trying to get to the building. It's, it's a disaster. And, and everything I'm saying right now, I'm sure you're listening, you're like, yeah, Zaslow, that's how it always is. I haven't been going to Heat games like this in 13 years, so I had no idea. It's terrible. It's terrible. So I... And what happens is, it's not even just me that it's annoying to me as, as the driver. It gets my whole family in a bad mood. It's, it's, it's not getting off on the right foot to start the game. I don't know. If, if, you're, if you're a father or, or a mother and you got kids, I, I think you understand what I'm saying. And you go to the Panther games, it's right here. It's so easy. In and out. It doesn't even matter if the Panther game is close. Just getting in and out of that arena. out of that, it's, it's so easy. It's so convenient. So I, I think I think maybe for the rest of this season, I could be breaking up with going to Heat games. I, I love you, Heat. It's not, it's not about you. It's about downtown Miami. I, I don't think I could do it anymore. At least not right. I need a break. I need a break from it. So I went to four Heat games this year. I think I was two and two in those games. That's how I ended up going to the Heat game on Friday night instead of the Panther game. I wasn't trying to swerve anyone. Now... You could see if you're watching on video right now, if you're, if you're watching the podcast, podcast is most important. We got the YouTube channel, youtube.com slash show. It's like a bonus. You know, you get to watch the show if you'd like, all right? Especially for interviews. Maybe you want to watch the interviews. That's a lot of fun, too. Speaking of interviews, we're going to talk to my man, Boog Shambi is going to join the show today. How you love that? We'll do a little on the NCAA tournament, Canes. He's doing basketball for ESPN, so we'll get his thoughts on the tournament. Boog Shambi will make his Zaslow Show 2.0 debut 
today. Looking forward to having my guy Boog. For those of you who who maybe are Zaslow Show 2.0 listeners, maybe you're new listeners uh, over the last couple years. I don't know. Maybe you're a new listener because you discovered me hosting Busted Open on Sirius XM Channel 156 a couple weekends ago. Welcome to the program. I love that. And maybe you don't know, I was Boog Shambi's producer, of course, going back, what are we talking, 18, 19 years ago? So we'll get Boogie on the on the show today. That'll be a lot of fun. So we'll, we'll talk to him a little bit about the NCAA tournament. Uh, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I'm some kind of expert in regards to the tournament. Come on now. So anyway, what I was going to say was, if you're watching on the YouTube channel right now, I got a little bit of the raccoon eyes. You can see I, I got a little bit of a sun kind of thing going on today. I was wearing a hat, so you can see I got the line right here where it cuts off where my hat was. And then you see the eyes here, because I was wearing sunglasses. Big soccer days, Saturday, and especially yesterday, Sunday, for my older son, Weston Select, U14 boys, won both games this weekend. They were regular season games. So now, first place in their league right now, 3-0-4. Three wins, no losses, four draws. 3-0-4. They got a couple wins this weekend. Excellent job. A thriller yesterday that we won in Boynton Beach. At, at Boynton Beach is far. We're driving up there to take an L, driving up there to get three points. So, great weekend. A win on Saturday at home, a win on Sunday in Boynton Beach, and away we go. So, first place, congrats to those boys. Had a great time yesterday. They they, they picked my, my son's the goalie. Everybody knows he's the goalkeeper. They picked my, they picked my son up yesterday because he did not have the best game. And a, and a last-minute victory yesterday, 3-2, to two, they won against a pretty good Boynton club. So, congrats to those guys. But I was out there in the sun, so that's why I see got a little bit of the raccoon eyes. No making fun. No one's allowed to make fun. Also, shout-out to my boy Jordan. Yesterday, JCC, they won yesterday their fifth consecutive game, JCC Rec Ball. So, they're, they're creeping toward the first-place spot, 5-2. and two. Happy for those kids. Happy for my son, Jordan. He's been working really hard, and he had a really good game yesterday. Happy for him. So there you go. So that's what I had going on over the weekend. Again, before we get to Dolphins, we're going to do lots of Dolphins, I assure you. So last night, you know, me and my son, especially, my, we go to the movies a lot, the Zaslos. With my younger son, we see the animated films, and we see the Marvel or DC films. For instance... Coming up this Thursday, we're going to see Shazam. All right, that's coming out. We see him before you, but you know, before it's the wide release on Friday. So we're going on Thursday. Me and my son Jordan, we're going to see Shazam. My older son Corey, he loves the horror slash thrillers. We go to those and movies like yesterday that we went and saw Creed Three. Yes, we went and saw Creed Three yesterday. It's the first one without Rocky. First one without Sylvester Stallone. That's his name in real life. Rocky is the character. His name in real life is Sylvester Stallone. And we went and saw Creed 3 yesterday. And let me tell you something. This movie is excellent. Excellent movie. I loved it. And you know what's something that they do with the Creed movies? And I'm not going to give this away. I'm not going to give away uh, uh, any kind of spoilers or anything. But something that I do love about the Creed movies... The villain, and this is actually very similar to Michael B. Jordan when he played the villain in Black Panther. Killmonger, great villain. And you know what makes a great villain? When their their goals, villains are usually goal-oriented, and when you hear their goals, you're like, yeah, I don't know, that kind of makes a lot of sense. Now, they're doing it in a nefarious way, 
But Michael B. Jordan, Killmonger, and Black Panther, you hear his story. It's like, yeah, I kind of see his point. That's a great villain. And they do that in this movie, in Creed 3. Of course, Jonathan Majors, who plays Kang the Conqueror in the Marvel Cinematic Universe now, he's the big bad for the next several movies going forward. He plays the, I guess, villain, plays the guy that Michael B. Jordan at Creed, Adonis Creed, is going to fight in this movie. And this Jonathan Majors is a big star. He just a phenomenal actor. He's a big star now. And his villain, his character, is like that as well, where you, you see his point of view. And I would say back to, to Creed 2, where it's, oh, he's fighting Drago. He's fighting Drago's kid. By the end of the movie, obviously, you know, Adonis Creed beats Drago's kid. By the end of the movie, you're like, yeah, I kind of see where the Drago kid is coming from. Because the Drago kid, he's like, he's not bad. He, he, at first, the beginning of the movie, you're like, oh, he's so bad. He's Drago's kid. But by the end of the movie, it's, he's not really a villain. You know, he's, I kind of see where he's coming from. And that's one of the things about these Creed movies, and specifically in Creed 2 and Creed 3, that I really dig. And I felt that way at the end of this movie, where, you know, the, the, the character Jonathan Majors plays for Diamond Damian Anderson. Great name. And I'm like, I had sympathy for him. I was like, man, I, I get it. I get where he's coming from. You know, from all my time in prison. No, but I get it. I get where he's coming from. And so I really dig that about the Creed movies. I, I yeah, I, I, I think they do a great job making the villain or the, you know, the character he's fighting to make him relatable. And I, I can't recommend the movie enough. It is, it is an excellent, excellent movie. And it's getting very high scores on Rotten Tomatoes. So, there you have it. Go. That's what I did this weekend. Lots of soccer. Went to the Heat game Friday. Saw Creed 3. Had the triple dick punch on Saturday with our teams. And I didn't even get to the Oscars. We'll get to a little bit of that in big deal. Not a big deal. But that's what I had going on this weekend. Alright, before we get to the Dolphins here, that's what everybody wants to talk about is the Dolphins, right? But before we get to the Dolphins here, I gotta tell you about one of our newest sponsors, Broward Meat and Fish. That's right. Grand opening was last weekend, Broward Meat and Fish Plus in Margate. They got several locations, including one right here by me in Pembroke Pines. Go to BrowardMeatAndFish.com. You can find the location nearest to you. And when I say Broward Meat and Fish, like, okay, I'm going in. There's going to be meat. There's going to be fish. Yes, of course there's going to be meat. Of course there's going to be fish. But I'm talking, this is an entire supermarket, all right? If you love good food... Stop what you're doing, all right? Listen to your boy. We all want the best quality when we're prepping our next meal. Broward Meat and Fish, this is your one-stop shop. Meat, seafood, produce, full complete selection of groceries, frozen foods, freshly prepared hot food. They'll make your boar's head subs. You know what I'm talking about. Wine and cheese is so much more. Broward Meat and Fish, like I said, newest location, Margate. I was there with my man Juan, Johnny Cuba there for the grand opening. Lots of giveaways, all kinds of food, 
food and samples and music. Look, when you go inside, I, I was I was wowed by the sl- I've never seen a selection of meat and fish like I saw at Broward Meat and Fish that afternoon. And you got the butchers and fishmongers at the full-service meat and seafood counter. They're going to prepare your selection exactly the way you want it. You're going to get the perfect cut and the freshest flavor and quality. They've specialized in serving the Caribbean and Latin community in South Florida for over 30 years. The shelves are stocked with all kinds of international brands that are going to remind you of where you came from, all right? You're getting the flavor you love at Broward Meat and Fish. BrowardMeatAndFish.com. Find the location nearest you. So let's get to some dolphin stuff here, all right? I mean, let's get to some dolphin stuff. This, again, second straight year. All of a sudden, like I said, last year, I remember I was... I was on the air doing the show. I was doing Zaslow's show. And you get this report all of a sudden. Out of nowhere, Adam Schefter. The Dolphins and Jets are in talks to acquire Tyreek Hill. 90 minutes later, still on the show, Dolphins have acquired Tyreek Hill. Same thing yesterday afternoon. All of a sudden, you get the tweet from Adam Schefter. Well, first you had the Dolphins are in serious negotiations with the Rams to trade for Jalen Ramsey. And then, boom, Jalen Ramsey on the Dolphins. And it's funny because... I said to my friend the night before, or the afternoon before, you know, the Dolphins have created so much cap space. And I said to him, I go, and then, of course, you also had the news that the Dolphins have picked up the fifth-year option, or they've informed Tua that they're picking up his fifth-year option. So he's under contract for two more years at essentially a bargain basement price, considering what great quarterbacks are paid today. I don't want to have a debate whether or not Tua is a great quarterback. That's not what we're doing right now. But here's the thing. So I said to my buddy... The window is right now. This is the window for the Dolphins to win. Because if you're getting elite-level quarterback play, which the Dolphins are, if you're getting elite-level quarterback play at this price, you, you have to take advantage. Your window to win is right now. Because when you eventually have to pay that quarterback all the money, you're not going to be able to have as many pieces around him. So while Tua is making the amount of money he is now over the next two years. This is why it was a no-brainer picking up the fifth-year option, all right? There's a risk-reward there, but the reward is much greater than the risk. The window is these next two years. You gotta go for it. They created all that cap space over the weekend as well by restructuring some deals. And I told my buddy, I think they're going to be major players in free agency. So they're still going to be major players in free agency. You're listening to this right now. It's... You're listening in the future. I'm in the past. Free agency has already started. That's right. Well, it's, it, this is the legal tampering these next 48 hours. It officially starts on Wednesday, but you understand what's going on. You're in the future. Maybe the Dolphins have already signed Bobby Wagner. I don't know. You know, I can't tell the future. I'm in the past right now. But the Dolphins have created all this cap space, and they're going to go for it, especially because they don't have a first-round pick this year. They're going to go for it right now. You got a general manager, and wow, I mean, we've come pretty far. Because I was, and not just me, I mean, most most talk show hosts, I, I was very hard on Chris Greer. But I don't think I was wrong about Chris Greer. I think you're allowed to do a poor job, and then you're allowed to get better. Which I, I, I think Mike McDaniel, I like Mike McDaniel, but there were some things he didn't do well. Why does he have to be a finished product in his first year? Tua Tonga-Vailoa. 
Why does he have to be a finished product in his first two years? I think Mike McDaniel obviously helped in year number three, but I'm sure he's also gotten better. And the same thing with Chris Greer. When he's taken over as full-time general manager, you make some bad moves, he's allowed to get better at his job as well. I mean, what, what, that's, it shouldn't be so hard to understand. So I don't take back the things that I've said about Chris Greer. I just think he's allowed to get better. I think he's allowed to improve. I think you made some bad moves. You still look back at that draft of the three first-round picks with Tua. Now, all that matters is Tua, but Austin Jackson, Noah Igbenogany, I mean, that's, that's a terrible draft there. That's a terrible first round. You hit on one out of three. And the one, we, we all know, has his issues as well. I just think he's done an incredible job this last, you know, year plus, coming back from a place where he, I, I didn't think he was very good. So I don't think I was wrong about anything. He was not good, and now he is good. Incredible job by Chris Greer, who is not afraid to swing big. And the owner is not afraid to spend money. And so that's also an important part of what Chris Greer is doing right now. Chris Greer knows that. I mean, he knows the owner's not not afraid to spend, but he also knows, all right, we're in a situation where the owner is old. Who knows how much longer he's going to be doing this? Let's take advantage. He's willing to spend money, and now... He's probably going to spend even more money than he was 15 years ago for two reasons. Number one, he's never won anything in these 15 years that he's owned the team. And number two, he's he's old. So Chris Greer, I don't know if that's taking advantage, but it's taking advantage of the circumstances. Yeah, I got an owner who's desperate. He's going to be willing to spend. And I said to my buddy, go, I think they're going to try and make a play for Jalen Ramsey. And then the next day, Boom! They trade for Jalen Ramsey. Because it's not just about replacing Byron Jones, right? It's also about, yeah, Xavier Howard didn't have a great year last year. What if Xavier Howard's going to start to fall off? Because these, these cornerbacks, they're great for several years. And they kind of fall off a cliff after that. So, are we about to see that with Xavier Howard? I don't know. But I know Jalen Ramsey, who I think is 28. For people who say he didn't have a great year this past year, he was graded out as the third best cornerback in the NFL. The year before that, the best cornerback in the NFL. They have him guaranteed for at least the next two years, and he's in the prime of his career right now. Super exciting. You know you got the, the, the defensive coordinator. You got, the, you, you got other big-time talent on that defensive side. Bradley Chubb. Javon Holland back there as well. Brandon Jones will return from injury. Christian Wilkins up front. You know, are they going to try and spend some money on linebacker? That's what we're talking about now, right? Over these next couple days, they got money to spend. Could it be linebacker? I know a lot of Dolphin fans want Bobby Wagner. All right, sounds good. All-pro guy. Or do you spend the money on linebacker or do you spend the money on the offensive line? Because it's not just about protecting your quarterback so he could play well. It's about protecting your quarterback you know, so he can play. That's what it boils down to. I know there are Derrick Henry rumors out there. It would be a trade. You got other free agent running backs too, guys like Miles Sanders. I would run it back with Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson. I, I think they're both free agents. I, I would re-sign both those guys. I thought they were very good. I think you had a nice little balance there between Mostert and Wilson. They know the coach really well from their days in San Francisco. I would run it back with both Mostert and Wilson, but the window for this Dolphin team is to to win right now. Now, 
it's it's really exciting. It's re- their defense. You would think is going to be awesome. Oh, I didn't even mention Jalen Phillips. It's 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 really exciting. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports. And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So anyway, I'm listening. I'm in the car this morning, actually. And I was listening to Mad Dog Sports Radio. Love that channel. Sirius XM, of course. And I'm listening to a little bit of Adam Shine. All right. Shine on sports. And he's very good. And the big watch right now. And again, by the time you're listening to this, it may have already happened. But the big watch right now is Aaron Rodgers, right? And I had a poll question last week where, you know, as a Dolphin fan... Do you care if the Jets get Aaron Rodgers? And the answers were yes, fuck them, or no, fuck them. And I put no, fuck them. Because I, I, I don't care if the Jets get Aaron Rodgers. I, it, it doesn't matter. If anything, I'm going to enjoy playing the Jets and beating them twice a year even more because the Jet fan is so excited when we all know the way it's going to end. It's a wretched franchise. It's not going to work out for them. Aaron Rodgers, you don't even know if he wants to play doing his douchebag darkness retreats. You're telling me Aaron Rodgers doesn't know what he wants to do yet? The best case scenario is all this talk. You know he's not going to be back with the Packers. They essentially have made that clear over the last few days when the president of the team spoke to the media. He is not coming back to the Packers. They have moved on. They are done with him. He's probably done with them too, but they are done with him. The best thing would be if Aaron... Now, I don't think it's going to happen. The best thing would be if Aaron Rodgers decided the choice is the Jets or retire, and he retires. That's the best case scenario. He'd rather retire than play for the Jets. That would be so good. I don't think that's going to happen. I told you one of the main reasons I don't think that's going to happen is because then he would have to share the stage in five years from now at the Hall of Fame with Tom Brady. Can't retire the same year as Brady. Aaron Rodgers is not going to want to share that stage with him. Because Brady will get all the shine. Deservedly so. Rodgers is playing for another year. If only because he doesn't want to go in same class as Aaron Rodgers. But I hope Aaron Rodgers goes. I hope he retires because that would be the funniest thing for the Jets fam. But otherwise, I hope he goes to the Jets. Back to Adam Shine. So I was listening to Adam Shine this morning. And he was saying how 
if the Jets get Aaron Rodgers? They come to an agreement today. How does Rodgers not know? What was he thinking about during that douchebag darkness retreat? How does he not know what he wants to do? I hope he goes to the Jets. I want to see him twice a year. I want the Dolphins to essentially retire him. They'll beat him so badly these two games, the Jets will stink, and he will retire at the end of the year. I hope he goes to the Jets. Retiring would be funny, but I hope he goes to the Jets. So anyway, I'm listening to Adam Shine. Again, I'm going to try this again to get to the point that I'm trying to get to. And he was saying how if Aaron Rodgers signs with the Jets today, that's going to put a damper on the Dolphins' Like, like, the Dolphins fan is super excited right now, and this is going to put a damper on all that excitement because now you got to play Rodgers twice a year. I don't feel that way at all. The Jets sign Aaron Rodgers? I think it's going to be fun. It certainly, to me, does not take any of the shine away from what the Dolphins have done. The Dolphins have Xavier Howard, who you still expect to be a pretty good cornerback. I think he was playing hurt quite a bit this past year. He wasn't that good, but I would expect a bounce back. And then you also got Jalen Ramsey there. I feel really good about the Dolphins secondary. Let's not pretend like Aaron Rodgers was very good last year. He was not very good last year. He's And eventually when Aaron Rodgers goes out, he's probably going to go out looking pretty bad. I think a Dolphin defense is going to beat him up. Aaron Rodgers, if he agrees with the Jets, that doesn't put a damper on what the Dolphins did this weekend to me at all. I mean, do you care about that? You can hit me up at Zazlo Show, of course, on Twitter. At ZazloJ on Instagram, where everybody knows I'm an influencer, of course. So, again, by the time you're listening to this, you may already know. Let him sign with the Jets. Bring it on. I'm, I'm told... There's no scenario where I'm going to be afraid of the New York Jets. Also, over the weekend, huge trade. The Bears, they they, they were man of their word. The Bears traded that number one pick to Carolina. They swapped to number nine. They get a first-round pick next year. They get another second-round pick. And they got DJ Moore. This, is a re- this was a really good trade for the Bears. And look, it becomes a good trade for Carolina. If the quarterback they take at number one ends up being awesome, then it's a great trade for Carolina too. But I think this is a really good trade for the Bears. I think they did a good job. I would give Justin Fields a chance putting some proper help around him. They just gave him DJ Moore now. You're going to have another first-round pick. Uh, You got an additional one next year. You got the second-round pick. I would stick with Justin Fields. Now, you got to ask yourself, if you're the Bears, you got to find out, is Justin Fields a quarterback who could run? Or is he a runner who could throw? You don't want a runner who could throw. Did a lot of running last year. You want a quarterback who could run. They're going to find that out this year. So, <clears throat> I really like the trade for the Bears. It's, it's not the steal that Chris Greer came up with over the weekend. Jalen Ramsey for a third. And Hunter Long, who had like two catches in his Dolphins career. Phenomenal. I think the Rams gave up a number one for him two years ago. So a third round pick and Hunter Long, who cares, for Jalen Ramsey. Absolute steal. And now one of the areas, likely in free agency, Dolphins are going to have to pick up a tight end. Because you know they're letting Kosicki walk. So that's certainly something to keep an eye on over these next couple of days. All right. We're going to talk to Book Shambi coming up. Canes fans out there. Zazzle. 
Gotta talk about the Canes. Come on, what's going on with the Canes? Yes, Canes, number five seed. They're taking on Drake Friday night, 745, I think it is. We'll get to that coming up. On Friday night, I was at the Heat game and got there a little bit early. Wanted to hide. You know, it was my crowd there, hide, club. And I walk in there and I'm getting a drink. And and Buddy had, he was sitting at the bar, standing at the bar with his friend. And he had the Canes game on his, his iPhone. It's like, oh, nice. You know, so I watched the Canes for a minute while I'm ordering my drink. And although very difficult to get a drink if you're not a blonde with big tits. I mean, I looked, I looked right at the guy and said, hello. And like, he looked away. Right, anyway, so eventually I got my drink. And uh, I said to the guy, the guy said, he goes, hey, I'm a huge fan. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Which, by the way, oh, and, but he said, he's like, I'm listening to Zaslow Show 2.0 every day. I love it so much. But, like, I ran into another guy at the Heat game later on that night. And I ran into a guy at my cousin's son's birthday party on Saturday afternoon who was also a huge fan but had no idea I was doing Zaslow Show 2.0. And that's why I tell you guys, Tell your friends, tell your family about the show, because I feel like on social media a lot of times, and this is one of those times, we live in a bit of a vacuum, where we think everybody knows all the things that we know, and all the things that we're commenting about, and all the things that we're tweeting about, and it could be a little bit of an echo chamber. I really think like 90% of my audience, as, as many of you are listening to the show right now, we're off to a great start, I feel like 90% of my previous audience still does not know where I am. So tell your friends, tell your family. He said, I said, are you still listening to the show? He had no idea about the podcast. He's a huge fan. And he had no idea about the podcast. You'd be surprised how many people still don't know. I've been doing this for four months now, I think it is. So the show's only going to continue to grow. That's the, that's the good part. That's the good part. But anyway, so I said to the guy, and he had the kid. I was like, oh, nice. Thank you so much for listening. He loves Zazzle Show 2.0. I love you a long time. And I was like, oh, I'm glad you got the game on here. Catch this for a couple minutes while I wait for the drink, you know, because the guy's going to take forever because I'm not a blonde with big tits. And, and they told me, he goes, Norchetto Mirror God. And I was like, what? So last I saw, like I said, I, I think he was not in a boot and he seemed to be walking okay. So hopefully he's going to be good to go for this weekend. The Canes lose there. So they end up being a five seed. They don't get to play in Orlando. Like that's what I was waiting for yesterday. There are five. Where are they playing? It's Albany. It's not Orlando. I was going to get in the car Thursday with my son. We were going to drive and go to the game. That would have been so much fun. I know some Canes fans are upset that Duke is also a five seed. And they get to be in Orlando. And it's like, yeah, that's... You don't get to... Like, why are they also a five seed? And, and why do they get to be in Orlando and not the Canes? And they're also a five seed. Orlando's not in North Carolina. Orlando's in Florida, and it's a really close drive for us here. And a five seed that also didn't even make the conference final. Now, a major reason is because Omir got hurt. But once Omir got hurt and you lost in the semifinals, you only won one game in the conference tournament, they weren't going to put the Canes in Orlando. You got to be like a two or a th- obviously one seed, but you got to be like a two or maybe a three seed for them to give you. A, a, a location so close to home. You're a five seed. They're not giving you the location so close to home. They're not going to do that. So I don't. I know some Canes fans are upset about that. That's the way it goes, man. Like I, I don't have an issue with it at all. And like I said, I'm not. I'm not going to see you tell you like I'm some kind of expert. 
about the tournament and about college basketball this year. I don't, I don't watch college basketball the way that I used to. Now I'm going to be dialed in on the tournament. I'm going to be watching every game. Love it so much. But it's always fun where today you get the people complaining about the seeds, about this team that got in, about this team that was left out. 90% of them are big phonies. They have no idea what they're talking about. They did not watch any college basketball. What we do watch a lot, though, of course, is the NBA. Let's get to our weekend NBA recap. And, of course, every Monday it's brought to us by the best insurance agency around. You know we're talking about Brunt Financial Insurance. Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. I've been using Greg Brunt and his team at Brunt Insurance for about 10 years from now. They help protect my home. Any kind of disasters, I can go to sleep at night knowing, God forbid something happens, I don't have to come out of pocket. That's why I have insurance. Now, you don't want to just go online and type in homeowner's insurance. No, no, The market is confusing, all right? Let Greg Brunt and his team at Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, they're going to sort it all out for you. Because from Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, they deliver that comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. They specialize in home, auto, life insurance. Hey, not just your home. If you're looking for affordable care that covers uh, uh, your motorcycle, your boat, maybe condo insurance, renter's insurance. There's so many options out there. Let Greg Brunt and his team at Brunt Insurance, they specialize in making the confusing crystal clear. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Again, 954-589-2204. Bruntinsurance.com. Let's get to our weekend NBA rundown. You know how this goes. A lot happens in the association, especially this time of year. Playoffs are right around the corner. That means the players are starting to try. So the games are better. It's an amazing concept. On Friday night, the big news came out of Philadelphia. The Sixers, they're trying to keep pace there in the top three. The Sixers were down by one in the closing seconds. Maxi gets knocked to the floor, no whistle. In it comes to Joel. Nurkic on him. Five seconds to go. There you go. Embiid driving, spinning, fading, hitting. 1.1 to go. Absolutely unstoppable. Yep, so Joel Embiid there right before the buzzer. The Sixers, they would hang on and win 120-119 to 119 over Portland. Also on Friday night, you had Brooklyn. Brooklyn was in Minnesota, who might be the most disappointing team in the league. That team stinks. They're 500 now. But this Brooklyn Nets team, they're not going anywhere. Dinwiddie driving the kick out. Vinny Smith hits a big trade. Yeah, I'm looking at Dorian Finney-Smith there. Huge shot. I'm looking like I'm, I'm going to be wrong about the Nets. They're not going anywhere. Right now, they're the fifth seed. They're even ahead. They're percentage points ahead of the New York Knicks right now. We'll get back to that in a second. But that was those were some of the things that stood out on Friday night. On Saturday, you had Boston beat Atlanta 134-125. This was highlighted by a bit of a skirmish between Marcus Smart and Trey Young. Marcus Smart taking exception to Trey Young. He thought maybe he elbowed him. I don't think Trey Young was doing that on purpose. I think they were probably bickering, uh, you know, and chatting the entire game. Things bowled over a little bit. Uh, you had them; they, they kind of tackled each other. Boston, they end up getting the win, 134-125. That's good for the Heat because the Heat are trying to stave off Atlanta, who is right behind them as far as the 7-8 playing spots go. Memphis beat Dallas on Saturday night, 112-108. No Luka Doncic. He's out again tonight. 
No Kyrie Irving, he's sore. And Kyrie Irving is still sore tonight. He's questionable. This is the way it goes to Kyrie. Like, honeymoon's over. Ky- Kyrie released that video last week complaining about people blaming him for being a cancer because he sees the writing on the wall. The team stinks since they acquired him. They're th- I think they're 4-7 and seven since they've acquired him. They're a 500 team. They might miss the playoffs altogether. Everyone's going to blame Kyrie, especially now with Dunchich out. If Kyrie plays, which he, he bailed on Saturday, he'll probably bail tonight. They're going to keep losing. But if he were to play, they're going to blame Kyrie for not being worth it. And then he's not going to get his money because it's only about the money with Kyrie Irving. Biggest phony, biggest hypocrite in all of pro sports. The Golden State Warriors in overtime, they beat Milwaukee 125-116, but Steph Curry had the ball down by three late in regulation. With a back screen by Thompson on green. Curry, a three-pointer. Bang! Steph Curry from downtown again! And we're tied with 15 seconds remaining. Good win for the Warriors, of course, at home. They never went on the road, but the Warriors, they went up, they wind up winning by nine there over Milwaukee. Golden State right now is sixth. They are just a game up on number seven, Minnesota, as far as staying out of the play-in goes. And then Sunday, yesterday, you had Brooklyn leading Denver, in Denver, Brooklyn leading Denver 122-120, final play of the game. Nuggets down two, trying to get to Jokic. Jokic turn, fire for the win. So Brooklyn holds on two-point win. Jokic misses at the buzzer there. The the Nuggets have lost three in a row. But even while the Kings have won three in a row, the Nuggets still have a five-game lead over Sacramento. No one's going to catch them. Uh, Over on the other side there, Brooklyn, they're now 10 games over 539-29. They are the five seed. Their percentage points ahead of New York. I I thought that Brooklyn was going to drop. It doesn't look like it's happening. I don't think they're very good. But it doesn't look like they're going anywhere. The Heat are not going to catch them. I don't think they're they're not going to catch New York either. Speaking of New York, last night, late game on ESPN, the Knicks were in Los Angeles. The Knicks, they hang on to win 112-108. Here's Anthony Davis after the game, shouldering the blame. Yeah, I, I played terrible. Uh, I'm trying to shot. Free throws, layups, everything. Uh, Yeah, the Lakers have been red hot. They lose last night. A win last night would have gotten them to 500. They would have jumped to 7. Instead, they're on the outside looking in now, sitting at number 11. And, and of course, LeBron James, we're not quite sure yet when he's going to return. The Knicks with that win yesterday. They are 40-30 and 30 now on the season. They are 6th overall in the Eastern Conference. They are 3 games up on Miami in the loss column. The Heat are not going to be able to catch either one of them. The Heat, of course, the Heat win on Friday night. Good win against Cleveland. Saturday in Orlando, uh, they lose in over. They lose by 12 in overtime, which is always embarrassing when you go to overtime. 
but you lose by double figures. Jimmy Butler frustrated uh, over fouls, non-calls, walks off the court with seconds remaining in overtime. Technical foul because that referee was behaving like a douchebag apparently all night long. Coach Spolster had a thing or two to say about that after the game. He warned the league not to find him. He doesn't like when the league finds him, so he told the league, you will not find me. But they get a technical foul at the very end there, and there you go. So the Heat hate, hate that official. We don't like him. I'm not even going to speak his name. Jimmy Butler, super frustrated. It's part of what you love about him. He had Cody Zeller, who broke his nose, which it's not a good thing he broke his nose, but the Heat fan wants to see Omar Yurt. So now you're going to see him. He's going to play tonight. The Heat are hosting Orlando. Uh, excuse me, hosting Utah tonight. And this game's important for the Jazz because the Jazz sitting in ninth right now. They're two back of number six. They're they're even in the loss column. A team's on the outside looking in. I mean, one loss if you're Utah, you could drop from ninth all the way to 12th. So these games are important for the Jazz. Obviously, super important for the Heat. Kyle Lowry, this this guy. Kyle Lowry returned on Saturday night. He was not a starter. He should never be a starter again. But you see, that stuff doesn't matter. He played 36 minutes on Saturday night. He's questionable now tonight. Do with that information what you want. But coming off the bench is obviously the right move. I just don't like that he's playing 36 minutes. I feel like, hey, you want to give him a little bit of time? Give him 12, max 15 minutes. But there you have it. So the Heat lose a, a frustrating game Saturday night on a night that everybody lost. Inter-Miami lost on an own goal. The Heat lose, of course, in overtime. The Panthers lost in overtime to Winnipeg there, but they got a badly needed point anyway. So that right there is our NBA weekend re- recap, which is always brought to us by Brunt Insurance. Make sure you get your home covered. Auto insurance, boat insurance as well. I've been having my home covered with Greg Brunt and his team at Brunt Insurance, like I said, for almost 10 years now. So if it's good enough for me, I'm definitely going to pass it on to you, Zaslow Show 2.0 listener, at Brunt Insurance on social media, bruntinsurance.com. You get Greg on the phone right away if you want. You call 954-589-2204. That's 954-589-2204. All right, everybody knows all guests on Zaslow Show 2.0 are brought to us by our beer of choice, official beer of Zaslow Show 2.0. Johnny Cuba, European roots of the Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. You pick up a six-pack right now. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, of course, one of our newest sponsors, Broward Meat and Fish. You get yourself a six-pack. That's how you enjoy a relaxing evening. Remember, always drink responsibly. And don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra, stay tranquilo. Speaking of stay tranquilo, a very tranquilo guest here joining us for the first time on Zaslow Show 2.0 is our pal, John Boog Shambi. How about this, Boog? We get to see each other now when we talk to each other on the radio program. Hello. I love this. How are you, buddy? How about that? This is the one, I, tell, I say this to everybody, this is the one good thing that came out of the COVID. We get to do the radio, the podcast, uh, you know, television, sports talk shows. We get to do it all now via the Zoom, and it's it's yeah. so convenient now, right? Yeah, it's awesome. I love it. So good, so good. So you're going into you're going into what year now with the Cubs? Is this three, two or three? Year three. Yeah, year three. All right. Uh, well, yep. I, I, I want to ask you a few things on baseball. All right, because baseball's got a fun little buzz to it, I think, right now because of some of the rules changes. But first, uh, the tournament. All right, the Canes. I want to get some thoughts here because I'm not sitting here like I'm some type of expert. Isn't it funny though? On days like today. You put on local radio, wherever it is, or it could be podcasts like me. And all of a sudden, the, Everybody's hosts, an expert. the hosts who haven't watched more than 10 minutes 
of college yeah. basketball. They complain about who got who got snubbed, who got left out. And that's it's an annual tradition. It's amazing. The other thing that's so funny, I always like to point out, like the same coaches that bemoan uh today's society for everybody gets a participation trophy complain that they couldn't get into a tournament that has 68 teams in it (laughs) everybody gets a trophy there's not enough competition and you couldn't be one of the 68 teams to get in sorry Mm -hmm. come on now for you you're you're doing college basketball on espn you're certain i mean you're dialed in i'm not dialed in you're dialed in is it is it is it too many teams now? Like it's sixty eight. Like is, does it take anything away that it's sixty eight as opposed to sixty four? Like it was for so many years. No, four no. extra teams. Absolutely not. No, they, I, I I don't. I mean, look, it's uh, it's it's still a, a great event. Um, I think the one thing I worry about a little bit is with the transfer portal, and I'm not. I, and this is not to imply that I want it to change, but one of the unintended consequences of the transfer portal is that, you know, I think part of how, you know, the butlers of the world, the mid-majors that would make those Cinderella runs were able to do it is because they would have older, more experienced players yeah. um, and they go up against maybe more talented, but less experienced high major power five teams. Well, now, those mid-major guys all go and transfer to power five schools. So now you have teams like Texas that have, you know, five or six guys who are 22 and older. The Canes are like that. That's been a Laranaga thing for a few years. No doubt. So like, so now the power five teams don't just have the talent, but they have the experience as well. So I, I think this Miami team is a really good team. I think they're, they're a, you know, final eight caliber type team. They're really good. Some Canes fans are a little bit upset that they didn't get Orlando. I was holding out hope that they were going to get to be in Orlando for the first and second round this coming week. Of course, they're being sent to Albany. Uh, Duke is is going to Orlando. They're right. both five seeds, you know. But for me, I don't have an, I don't have an issue with it because I. I if you're going to get sent somewhere so close to home, you got to be like at least a two or a three, right? Yeah. But what? Because of the, you didn't want them to travel? Like, it's not like they're going to go to Orlando and there'll be eight bazillion Canes fans at those things, you know? I don't know. I was going to get in the car with my son. We were going to go. And if we were going to do that, there had to be other Canes fans who were going to do the same, right? Yeah. I... I, I Watts go center the last few games. They're packing that baby in, Boog. Canes fans right. are excited. Listen, Boog, it's a basketball They're allowed school. to be excited, Zaz, though. I just wouldn't say that there's that many of them. It's a basketball school. How about that? Oh, good Lord. It is. Hey, look at the success of the basketball program the last few years. Awesome, right? Yes. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, this So this Canes team, they were, they were regional final last year. First time in school history, I believe. And, and so you think? I mean, I don't know. You, you really look at the, you look at this. You look at the draw. Like they're in Houston's bracket. They would they would face potentially Indiana, then Houston after that. Do you know much about this Houston team? 
Well, the kid Sasser got hurt yesterday. That's he's their best player. Or was it? It wasn't yesterday. It was Saturday. Uh, you know, we'll see if if he's a hundred percent. I think Kansas should have been the one overall seed, and I know others felt that way. But yeah, Houston's. I mean, they're look. They're good. They they haven't played the level of competition that some of the other uh, that some of the other high major schools have have played. So we're super. I mean. Look, I got buddies who are huge Canes fans. They've been excited about this team all year. And there, there's, a, there's a fun little buzz about the Canes right now. So, again, for folks who are listening now, you haven't seen the schedule. They're playing on Friday night. They got Drake, of course. You know what's a fun thing? I was explaining to my my older son, Corey, yesterday. He's 14 now. He's going to high school next year. What do you think about that? Uh, so, <laughs> so I was explaining to him yesterday because he's, he's into the tournament, you know, and he's also into gambling. So, uh, that, you know, I'm teaching him right. And so so he likes keeping track of that kind of stuff. And so I'm explaining how the tournament works to him, which is a yeah. cool little thing to be able to do with him where I'm like, sure. okay, there are X amount, like I said, there are 30. I think maybe there are 32 conferences, but I was like, all right, so there's 30 conferences. And even the little ones, see, that's the beauty of the tournament, right? Is that even the smallest little conference, they get to play for the championship. So I was explaining that to him. And that's a fun little thing that I get to experience now with him where I get to teach him about what this tournament's about, you know? And then what? He's going to play like teasers and parlays or what are we doing? He he likes he likes knowing the lines on all the games. Uh yes, he 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 likes parlays. He doesn't he doesn't know so much about teasers yet, all right? But he likes parlays. And I'm like, "Dude, parlays it's hard enough to win one bet you're trying to win two together it's parlays it's impossible the fence, man. it's impossible yeah. so anyway uh yeah so we got the tournament this week tournament's gonna be fun are you big into the 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 playing games you usually dialed into those two same wednesday night you like those i mean i i will watch them I, it's funny the one thing that's happened to me over the last few years is i think because i do you know, the big 12 and you pour into the, to the, you know, quarters and the semis and the championship. And then I just sort of exhale and then I turn my attention to baseball. So like the last, I don't even know how many years, I don't think I picked a bracket in probably like seven years. I didn't last year for the first time in like forever. Yeah. So what does that mean? Like we're old. Is that what that means? I think it's just, yeah, I saw like a, a meme the other day that I'm at that age that if, I lie down. I'll just see you tomorrow. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. I hear you, man. That was me last year. I didn't fill out a bracket for the first time. And you know what? I didn't really care. I was like, eh, all right. I missed it this year. Not that big a deal. Really strange. Uh, hey, I, I want to ask you a few things about baseball. Yeah. So I feel like, you know, I was talking to our pal Jesse Agler from the Padres a couple yeah. of weeks ago. And, and I'll... I'll and I'll say the same thing to you. I feel like there's a fun little buzz about Major League Baseball right now that maybe it hasn't had at the start of the season at spring training that, that it hasn't had maybe in a few years. You know, with people like me. I mean, obviously, they're hardcore baseball fans are super excited when spring training rolls around. But, you know, I'm I'm interested to see what this game looks like now at the start of the season because everything I've seen so far in spring training seems like a lot of fun. Yeah, I think it's going to look a bit more like what it used to look like. Mm -hmm. We're just going to move more. And I think that that's what it needs. It's just the three things in concert 
which are the ball not being in play as much, too much time between pitches, and then the games taking too long. Those three together, you know, I think, you know, have been kind of deadly for interest in the sport. I think, you know, moving the pace along is what it is what it needs. You want to shorten the game, but baseball has this thing. You either, you know, know it or you don't, but you can have a three hour game that feels like a four hour game and you can have a three hour game that feels like a two hour game. And that has everything to do with the pace inside of it. And I think that what, you know, this, you know, these rules, especially the pitch clock, I think that's the one that'll really have the biggest impact, but I think that the pitch clock is really going to move things along and, and, you know, advocate for base stealing and, you know, more athleticism so I think overall it's going to be good. I don't. There, there's not going to be a real negative to it. I think it's just you know how fast do you want it to get? Has there been a big adjustment for you for broadcasters? I mean, again, uh, it's it's where um, you know we they were playing games like this. You go back and look at you know highlights of games in the early nineties and they were moving quickly. Mm -hmm. So I, it's not like we haven't, you know, I, I did Mark Burley and Roy Halliday starts. I know what, what this stuff is like. I think that the bigger adjustment is not for the on-air people. It's for the producers because in the, in the, in the local and even national world, just everything's sponsored and everything's sponsored and the reads are long and you just don't have the space for it. So I think the, the greater challenge is on the producers. Can we fit this here or not? You know, to me, yes, we have to be, the broadcasters need to go back to being more efficient. But I still maintain this, that if the rules changing has a positive impact on what's taking place on the field, it'll have a positive impact on our job. So like if what we're watching gets better, then our broadcasts will be better, period. Were you in favor of the the rule changes with the shift? And and the next part of that question, I think it was the Red Sox, where they found the loophole with bringing the left fielder over to the short right field. Uh, is MLB going to do something about that, or is that going to be okay? No, I would say that'll be okay because, you know, it's risk versus reward. Like, they're going to take an outfielder. They, like, that's not a loophole. Like, that's, that's what – I mean, they – it's it's the risk of you're going to stop a single, but you're risking two or three bases. If so the why ball... would they? You're right. Why would they risk that then? Well, I, I would say you're not going to see many teams risk that. Is what I like. That is not a play you're going to see very frequently, in my opinion. Um, so I I think that in terms of the shift, look, I. At this point, I kind of just waved the flag on what the fans want. Fans don't like the shift. They don't like how it looks, et cetera. I will say that my 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 reaction and the problem that I have with this rule is it just feels like it's penalizing smart. So, like, you're positioning the defenders where the guy hits the ball. What's the difference between that and this guy can't hit a slider and now you're not allowed to throw him sliders? Like, it just sort of seems like it's penalizing. Yeah, this is where he hits the ball. Now you're allowed to put the defender where they hit the ball. I mean, so that 
it just fundamentally that bothers me. But I also would say this is not going to impact the game in a marked way. The game is not about singles, hasn't been about singles. It'll impact the game with guys who hit from the left side that are real pull hitters. You're going to see some more singles, but it's not going to impact scoring in some drastic way because you're still going to be in a sport where the swing and miss is going to be king. It's too hard to get that many hits in a row, and the way teams are going to score is by the extra base hit. Are you super excited about the start of NFL free agency this afternoon? Yes. Yes, I am. Can you name a single free agent? No. <laughs> you see the Dolphins, though. Dolphins winning the offseason. Did they just like trade they for? Did they just trade for somebody? Jalen Ramsey is like the best. He's a probably third best cornerback in the NFL. It's awesome. It's very exciting. Who was the guy that was the good cornerback? He was like the best quarterback, and then the Redskins traded for him. Are you thinking of Namdi Asamoah? No, 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 that was when the Eagles traded for him, and he wasn't any good anymore. Uh, no, Jalen Ramsey went from the Jaguars to the Redskins. You got to be careful with that word. They're now called the Commanders, and then the Rams, and now the Dolphins. So you may be thinking of Jalen Ramsey. You may okay. be thinking of him. He was there for like a year. Yeah. Who was the guy that, that Dan did the handshake with, but it was really awkward? Oh, yes. Who am I thinking of? I I I know who you're thinking of. He was a really good cornerback. And then he wasn't. Well, be, these guys drop off after like three years. They fall off a cliff, you know? Like I was explaining to my son. He, my son asked me yesterday, who do you think is the greatest athlete, professional athlete you've ever seen? And so the first two that come to my mind, it's always Bo Jackson and Deion Sanders. And so right. I'm trying to explain to him about Deion. And I'm like, you see all these cornerbacks now. They're good for like three or four years. Revis, Richard Sherman, Namdi Asamoah, even a guy like Xavier Howard on the Dolphins, who had a big drop-off last year. Dion was the best for like a dozen years. That never happens anymore. No. That's all I have to say about that. Yeah. So, all right. So you're super pumped about NFL free agency. I could see it in your eyes. I'm going to leave it at that. You said it all. How about the Heat? Are, are you super excited about the Heat right now? Can no. you tell me a fact about the Heat? Um, Eric Spolster still their coach. He's still very good. He's a very good coach. Yeah. He's a good coach. The great coach, Boog. Yeah. He's a great coach. He'll be the Hall of Fame. He's a great coach. He's a good coach. You know that, right? He's a lock for the Hall of Fame. Is he a lock for the Hall of Fame? Yeah. 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 Now, Dwayne Wade is a finalist for the Hall of Fame coming up this summer. Do you think he will make it? First ballot. Are you kidding? Are you serious? <laughs> of course I'm kidding. All right, so you think he's in? Yeah, I think he's in. Finally in. here, finally here, Boog. Uh, I know you didn't watch the Oscars last night. I'm going to get to look oh. at Oscars here on my show. Uh, okay. I know you didn't watch any of the Oscars. What are you watching streaming-wise right now? What's passing the time for Boog these days on the plane or in your house? Or have you finished Netflix? I just – I got to the end of Netflix. No, I just finished Welcome to Wrexham. Oh, you know what? I asked about that on Twitter a few weeks ago. I feel like I'm I'm missing out. Like I didn't I didn't Mark, get it. I didn't understand really what it was. And now I realized, oh, this is a real thing. So I should watch it. Really, really good. Really good. Yeah. All right. Well done. Both guys, McElhenney and, and Ryan Reynolds, very likable. 
didn't yes. think it was a real thing, but it is a real thing. You're dope. What do you mean? I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to know immediately that Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElney really bought a soccer club. That's yes. that's a comedy. That's a TV show. So I didn't realize it, it was a, a real show. thing. Yeah. Except they did. You know Ted Lasso's debuting next week. Are you into Ted Lasso? Love Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso's amazing. What a Ted show. Lasso, like Ted Lasso's. The, I, I, I mean, I'm like everybody else. You know how you have those friends that are like when they pound on you, they're like you got to watch this show. Yeah. Then you get some resentment, and you're like, I hate that show because people are asking you. And I know some people get that way with Ted Lasso. Get over it. Yeah. Like if if, if you're not in on Ted Lasso, we can't be friends. How's that? When I finally got around to Ted Lasso, I mean, it was like a year and a half ago, five minutes into the show, like the start of the show. And, you know, they're on the plane, the two coaches, Ted Lasso and the, and the assistant. And they're on the plane over to, to, to your England. And I literally said to myself, I don't know if I'm going to be able to handle this show. Because five minutes in, it's like, all right. And by the end of the first episode, I'm like, this is the most wonderful show. I got to meet Coach Beard last year. He was... Both he and Sudeikis uh, came to Wrigley last year, but Coach Beard came up and and uh, I could say hi to him in the booth. It was cool at Wrigley. He's the He's creator of the show, right? He's one of the writers, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, great show. All right, Boogie, excellent job here today out of you. Uh, are folks going to see you on television nationally anytime soon again? I don't think so. Saturday with Dickie V was my last uh, national TV thing for a little while. How's that? He's still on his game? He's still doing a great on job? On his game, baby. Love him. All right. Uh, great job, Boog. Good seeing you, man. Appreciate it. Love you, buddy. I love you too, man. Got a little Canes out of him there. He thinks the Canes could be a, a regional final team again, just like last year. And if he gets to the regional final, you got a chance for the Final Four. It all gets going this weekend, Canes, on Friday night. Did a little bit on the baseball there with him, too. But you know what time it is. Let's get to big deal or not a big deal. Come on now. That's how we wrap up every show. We make sure we hit on some of the big stories that we haven't been able to hit on earlier in the show. That's what we're doing right now with big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. During the NCAA tournament selection show yesterday, you got Greg Gumble. He's anchoring the coverage. And when they announced Alabama... As the number one seed, it was it was a little bit awkward dealing with the Brandon Miller stuff. 29 wins to set a school record. They sidestepped a situation involving criminal activity in which Brandon Miller was associated. He was not charged. They are here as the number one overall seed. And they will be in the first and second round games in Birmingham, Alabama on Thursday I'm and Saturday. big deal because here's what I think happened. You, you kind of you hear, first of all, I wouldn't even mention it's a weird thing to say they sidestepped. Someone was murdered. But I'm, I'm going big deal because the way that he kind of stutters out the gate, it's almost as if he didn't know that's what was on the prompter. Like, that's what he was going to be saying about them. He sounded a little uncomfortable with it to me. So, I don't know. Maybe there was some kind of miscommunication with him and the writers, the producers. I- I'm going big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. University of North Carolina. Preseason AP number one team in the country. They did not make the NCAA tournament and they have declined the NIT. I'm going not a big deal. Look, North Carolina, I know they're coming off a bit holier than now, but I feel like, you know, 
You got kids on that team who are who are going to be NBA players. Do they want to risk injury maybe in the NIT? Probably not. I think that might factor in as well. Those kids didn't go to UNC to go to the NIT. So I know it comes off Hubert Davis, a little bit holier than thou, but I'm going not a big deal. I kind of get it. Big deal or not a big deal. The Oscars were last night. Everything, everywhere, all at once cleaned up. It got Best Supporting Actor, which was the kid from Goonies and Indiana Jones. Oh, Dr. Jones! You had Jamie Lee Curtis. She won Best Supporting Actress. You had Best Director. You had Best Picture, which, of course, is the big award. And a couple others, too. I think they won seven awards total. They cleaned up last night. I've been wanting to see this movie, so now i got to get around to seeing it. I'm going big deal. The Oscars last night. I'll watch the whole show from start to finish. I enjoyed it. And finally, big deal or not a big deal? How about this? The N- There's a report out there that the NBA and the NB Players Association, that they are close to an agreement where you're going to have to play a certain number of games to be eligible for the major NBA awards. This is a big deal. I like that. Gotta find ways to get the players to play. The NBA player loves two things more than anything else. To complain and to not play. This is, I think this is a good thing. You gotta incentivize it, unfortunately, because that's the way today's NBA player is. You have to incentivize playing and earning your money. We know these awards are very important to the players. I think this... I'm surprised that the NBA Players Association is is in on this. All right, now they have to be in on it because it has to be collectively bargained, but I'm surprised that they're not putting up a fight here. This, to me, is a good idea all around, and that's a big deal. And that right there is another addition. A big deal or not a big deal. Yes! Excellent job by everybody who put together a great show today. Appreciate everyone's hard work. The Dolphins, you're listening to the future right now. Have they added a big-time free agent? I don't know. Time will tell. I'm in the past right now. You're in the future. You may know something I don't. We'll see. If that happens, we'll talk about it tomorrow. The Heat tonight, Heat and Jazz, come on now. Let's go. We'll talk to you on Zazlow Show 2.0 tomorrow. Go with that. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six-packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. You know, when my wife and I became homeowners, I mean, keeping the Zaslow Mansion safe, that's not an easy task, unless you call Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. If you're looking for affordable care that offers the best coverage for your home, your motorcycle, your car, your boat, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, their team has the expertise and experience to find the right coverage for you, including comprehensive policies 
for both trailers and motorhomes. Let their team help you learn more about your policy options so you can make an informed decision that's not going to keep you up at night. Bruntinsurance.com. When it comes to home, renters, and condo insurance, your options, hey, it, it, it can be dizzying. Don't worry, they specialize in making the confusing crystal clear with their fully licensed team helping you along every step of the way. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204.